Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover exceptionally common sense. Cutting the price of your wireless bill feels good. Really good. Actually, it feels great. You should try it out. So cut your bill by switching to Straight Talk Wireless. Now offering our $45 Silver Unlimited plan with 5 gigabytes of hotspot and nationwide 5G on America's largest, most dependable networks. The $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. A month equals 30 days. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Hey there, I'm Lance Bass, and this is Chip. For more than 100 years, American Humane has been on the front lines protecting animals in times of crisis. From Pearl Harbor to 9-11, the California wildfires, and the coronavirus pandemic, American Humane Rescue has provided life-saving assistance for animals in virtually every major national disaster. If you're anything like me, your pets mean the world to you. And if disaster strikes, you want to keep them safe. To prepare for an oncoming disaster, ensure your pet has secure and up-to-date identification. And if you must evacuate, remember to take your disaster preparedness kit with you. To learn more about disaster planning and how to keep your best friends safe, please visit AmericanHumane.org. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, John. 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. We are live at Francesca by Katie's Deli and Pizzeria. Chef Scott is uh, having his lunch, a little chicken sandwich, just like he's copying me. That's graduate. Not, I mean, he did feed me for free, so I'm not going to yeah, roast I mean, what, what him you, too hard. Why are you complaining? He's a copier. What? He's not copying, copying me. He, no. uh, maybe he wanted I did a real chicken sandwich. I did have it on a brioche. He's at, he has it on a different bun. Yeah. No, I'm having it on wheat toast. All I'm saying is you were a good influence on a fat man. So whatever, dude. Going with the salad. The Chef Scott salad, by the way, mm-hmm. which is delicious. Mm-hmm. It's just so big that it takes me about an hour and a half to get it because our breaks are three minutes. Yeah, dinner tonight. <laughs> No, oh, no, I just, I'm cutting the grass at some point, so pray for me. It's heat index, hot, bro. Yeah, heat index 112. In all seriousness, everybody you know, be careful out there. Uh, drink lots of water and everything. The Saints wrapping up mandatory minicamp. Maybe perhaps because of that, in all honesty, um, the team took the work inside today. Dennis Allen, after practice today, had this to say. Probably was determined about 1230 yesterday afternoon <laughs> after walking <laughs> off that field, you know, in a couple of 90-plus degree uh, days. I mean, I think we talked about it yesterday. I think you know, just that's part of the deal. You know, um, you know, you put in two good, good, good days 
you know, in, in, in 90 plus degree temperatures. You know, let's get inside, let's get some good work, short, crisp practice today. Um, and, and, uh, you know, look, typically on the last day of anything, you know, all of us are human, so your, your, your attention span begins to wane a little bit. And so, you know, how do we short, crisp, keep their attention? And then now, you know, we kind of get a chance to get away for a little bit and, and, uh, uh, kind of get our minds off of it for a little bit before we get into the grind and training camp. Now look, it makes sense. I mean, it was one of the things, uh, I know they talked about it when they went to West Virginia and things of that nature and the weather. And it's just, it is what it is. Right now you have a stretch of really high temps. You'd be smart about it. Right now you're just kind of running through plays and trying to get some sort of work in. I did see, again, it's going to be even worse next week and this weekend coming up. I think Saturday the high is 98. Then it goes back down to like 92, 94. So just keeping a, a mind in that. And obviously those ACs and everything, run your fans, close your doors. I'm trying to find every – close the blinds, try to keep as much light out. I'm trying to do everything possible to keep the, the rooms inside and cool. The biggest thing I worry about when it's this hot. Yeah. Hurricane. Yeah, well, and here's the other thing, too. I hate too. to be negative. But, um, you know. No, not just that. I think the one thing that we all saw, too, I saw the warning last week, and the bill came in yesterday. Energy bills. They said they were going to go high, and uh, <laughs> I just got the highest energy bill I've ever had in my house. So, um, yeah, so letting you know. just The record for filling up my Yukon, uh-huh. which was, I don't know, six weeks ago, maybe, maybe longer was a hundred and ten dollars i just broke that record today at a hundred and twenty one dollars yeah. to fill up my vehicle i, I had when 110 I today it, when i first bought it a year and change ago it was like 80 84 dollars to fill it up that's how much gasoline is gone yeah up. it's uh goes up by like nine or ten cents almost a week it almost Crazy. seems like but anyway um so the Saints did go inside and did that. Overall, Dennis Allen had this to say, overall thoughts on the mandatory mini camp. I think this was a good camp for us. Um, you know, I was pleased with, uh, obviously, the attendance, number one. Uh, I was pleased with the with the effort. Um, I thought, you know, from our, our players to our coaching staff to, um, you know, sports staff. I mean, I thought it was a, I thought it was a good camp that I think sets the foundation for, uh, moving into training camp. And so, uh, that's where we now begin to turn our focus and, and, uh, uh, get ready for really the start of the 2022. So one of the things that he did touch on as well is Scott, you saw Will Lutz there. And he, earlier this week announced that he was cleared to play. What, what, what are you shaking your no, head no, for? No, 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 I'm not what? shaking my head. What are you shaking your head for? What do you go five for nine today? Technically, um, Catherine Terrell tweeted that he went five for nine. Yeah, in the kicks today, but, but he's back. He's back. But I mean, he hasn't really kicked in a year. That, that's right. Thank you, Jordan. And I don't think he was kicking at all Tuesday. Yeah, there I, you go, Jordan. They had some guy number six out there kicking. <laughs> he actually spoke yesterday. Yeah. And he said that his confidence is still through the roof. Well, maybe not after a 5-for-9 performance, but he's Dennis Allen on Will Lutz today. Well, the ball came off his foot really well. There you um, go. You know, and, and for so nine. for really his first kicking session with the whole operation, um, you know, I was I was, uh, I was was comfortable with where that was. Um, I, I think he's going to do nothing but get better 
Um, I think that's a big step for him, just you know, getting out here with the whole team and having an opportunity to kick with the full operation. Oh, here we go. What? I didn't do anything. I just, I was, I just wanted to make sure the new music was ready to go, in case we unfortunately maybe need it. Uh, it's, a, it's another one because Sean Fazan actually what? earlier today uh-huh. posted a tweet saying. Chris Olave and Jarvis Landry yeah. caught two touchdown passes on seven on seven drills. Yeah, they did. Which God goes what? to our point. I, I love the way how so, Jarvis Landry and Chris Olave performed. So our, that means our cornerbacks suck. Oh come on, stop it! That, that's no. I mean, they're, on they're lighting them up every single okay. day. It no, seems like you see. You know, I would think as somebody that actually cut the sound today, you would have heard Dennis Allen talk about how pleased he was. On his side That's a cover up. of the foot, you think it's a cover up? Really? It's complicated. Here's Dennis Allen, by the way, talking about um, his defense so far in minicamp. I, I, I felt like today there was a little bit of give and take. You know what I mean? See? And and, and uh, certainly that's it's kind of what you want. Um, obviously, when you're the head coach, because um, you know you don't want one side of the ball dominating the other. You want to see that there's a little bit of give and take, and and that's generally what happens. In uh, in the better teams that I've been a part of, so um, so yeah, there were some good plays that that we made on defense today, but I also felt like there were some things we did well on offense. There you go. See, so I think that's almost more to my point. Hey, oh, stop it, DBs, you better pick it up. No, well, the defensive line uh, again, Scott. I think in, in Jordan, it's going to be one of the things we'll talk about as you know, it, like the Tuesday or the Wednesday when the first day of training camp. The right defensive end position. We hadn't seen Peyton Turner. He says he should be ready for the start of camp. I don't think we're going to see Davenport at the start of camp. By the way, he spoke he spoke yesterday in the locker room specifically about they took the top part of his finger and he had an injury in um, in college that had a plate in his finger and he injured it and they needed to take the top of his finger off. I think he kept and, getting infected. Yeah, and also he had shoulder surgery. We're probably not going to see Marcus Davenport. To start training camp, but does it mean he won't be ready? September 11th. Does it? Does it mean that? It also against the Falcons, it doesn't mean that. Signed. Here, here's Da on the D line. Well, I think Carl Granderson's had a really good camp. Um, you know, he's a guy that uh, you know was here for for all of the OTAs and and here for the mini camp. I think um, he's a guy up front that I felt like uh, really took a, a step forward in in uh, in this camp, and hopefully. Uh, we can continue that as we get into uh, training camp in August. There you go. How concerned are you, Scott, about the defensive line? I'm more worried about uh, Jordan over here, right. Doc, Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom is a very good nickname that for you. That used to yeah. be my nickname, and Doc- it's not anymore. <laughs> no. how, do, how do I feel? I feel like it's a mini camp. I feel like they're in shorts, yeah. T-shirts, Uh-oh. or jerseys. <laughs> and, very and, and no. Yeah. I, I I just it's hard tempered to tempered enthusiasm is that what but I'm when you look tempered at this team and you listen to this team and you listen to the Chauncey Gardner Johnson oh, yeah. comments and you listen to the positivity I can't see how this team with the leadership they have in the coaching staff starting from the top right. cannot be a contender. 
for the big game. I think we said that at the beginning of the seven and nine seasons. Here we go. You know, oh, Doom. Dr. Doom. I'm sorry. Once again, here's like I said, I'm trying, well, but my heart is to look at the Keep him away from the players and coaches, man. Well, Dennis Allen is uh, excited about this process and looking forward to coming back. In well, yeah, I, look, it, it's exciting for me. Yeah, absolutely it's exciting for me. It's exciting for me to have an opportunity to do that here uh, with this group of guys. Um, the, the, the organization, the coaching staff, the players. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's a, there's a added excitement to, uh, to this season for me. Certainly. Right. So, yeah. And you're the head coach, DA. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? I, I, enough. Enough of the, uh, the Jordan, the intern doom prognostication I here. to listen to that. Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave. As advertised. We can at least say that, right? From the media OTAs that we're able to see to the two days where fans like you, Scott, got to go see on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Again, you know, when you make free agent signings and and you make the move that you made, Mm -hmm. the Saints trading with the Eagles to get that second first rounder to go pick up that guy in Chris Olave, at the very least, you, you like to see them, you know, catch the ball and look the part, Jordan. Now... What? We can listen to our friend Colin Coward, yeah. who is the biggest Uh-oh. J.A. Uh-oh. in TV and radio. <laughs> right. But he had his uh, uh, positive, whatever it was, his his teams that made the best moves in free agency that have a chance of being really good. And the Saints were nowhere near that, which I love to see. We do not want the national media blowing us up. We want us to, we want to be under the radar, chill out, and be great. And I think that's what's going to happen. Gardner Johnson also had something to say about that the other day as well. Did he? About what? About the national media and saying, oh, they only have us winning eight games. Yeah, I'm going to play Chauncey the oh, whole yeah, next segment. That, I'm going to get everybody that. pumped up here. But we will get going into the break with one final Dennis Allen bite. And that's on the thoughts of what he's seen with Jarvis Landry and Chris Olave. Again, you, Jordan, are just overlooking the fact those are two big names to position group that absolutely, no, absolutely needed, absolutely, you know, massive amounts of upgrade to, and they've, 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 they've looked the part. I know we haven't played anybody. I get it. I say we get they've looked the part, Scott. I say we get Chef Scott <laughs> yeah. to film you yeah. throwing the football to me, and I'll do a diving catch. Here we go. Hold on, bro. Oh, it's been- I would say that. I like both those players. Um, I'd say both of them bring a skill set to the wide receiver room that I think can help us uh, and be better in that in that catch area this year. Um, you know, Jarvis obviously Here, being knife. A, uh, a savvy vet, outstanding route runner. Um, Chris is highly athletic, got really good speed to stretch the field. Um, he's going to have a learning curve just like all rookies do, and. Uh, I, look, I think this, I think one of the things that we wanted to do this year was add talent to the roster, increase the competition amongst the roster. And I think we've done that in a lot of different areas. I think that's key what he just said there. As we go to break, that's key what he just said there. Because I do think the Saints mm-hmm. had some talent last year. And I think they've brought in more talent, right? I mean, like Tyron Matthew can play. Do you think he can play? Yeah, I think he can play. I think yes, Jarvis Landry can play. You think he, he can play? play? Yeah, I think he can okay. play. Okay, I think Chris Olave has the potential to play. Can we really say potential I think he's to play? Be great. Okay, 
Contavious Street broke Drew Brees' ribs, so we know he can break some ribs. I mean, he maybe can play. Thank you, Cesar Ruiz. Um, well, yeah, that's very true. I mean, all these and guys collapsed play. His, and Mar- collapsed his lungs. Technically, we can play. I'm just saying Marcus Mays was the guy statistically right there with Marcus Williams, one or two at the position group in terms of snaps. And also, he was the guy that the, the defensive coordinator, Dennis Allen, signed immediately when Marcus Williams did. So, in other words, he had his eye on him. Does that make sense? Correct. Okay, so that adds talent. That might add some depth. And I like hearing him say that. It, there's going to be some competition spots. Because it's not going to be competition spots with the Nine And he was being nice when he said it. It's, they, they brought some skill set to the position group. As in, they can catch the football. Like, I don't think you can really go over again enough how poorly that position group played last year. Yeah, it when, was bad. When we got excited, when they caught, they were booing in the dome. When two or three straight possessions in series, Saints receivers dropped the ball. <laughs> I mean, it was bad. It was bad. Quick break. It, back it with, sent Sean Payton packing. Yeah. Chauncey Gardner Johnson, uh, he was on it <laughs> yesterday. It's going to pump you up. You're a Saints fan. We'll hear that next on ESPN New Orleans. Get ready, Greater New Orleans area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show is coming for two big days only this weekend at the Pontchartrain Center on Williams Boulevard. Show hours are Saturday 9 until 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealer tables available. Full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun, books, camouflage, jewelry and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission is just $10 for adults and $2 for children ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns to sell? Be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show. Thousands of buyers will be there. Instant background checks available for gun purchases. The big one, the great Southern Gun and Knife Show. Show hours 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 till 5 on Sunday. Come to the Pontchartrain Center on Williams Boulevard to exercise your right to keep and bear arms. While you're there, be sure to register for the $50 restaurant gift card. See you there at the big one. Sure as shooting. Don't miss it. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Refund available for 60 days after purchase. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. You'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. Results are guaranteed or your money back. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. 
That's 4hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Let's hit it. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengall. Welcome back. We are live at Francesca by Katie. Deli and Pizzeria. Did I do it well this time? You got it, brother. All right. Next Thursday, NBA draft night or day, we will be over at Katie's in Uptown, Midtown, Mid-City. Yes. I'll eventually get in there. Um, so looking forward to that, and we're, we're a month away. That's one of our questions of the day. Is there somebody? I, I think I, I, I want Mathurin. Mathurin, Benedict, Arizona. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd love for him to fall, but now he was at 8, he was at 9, 10. I'm not seeing him any lower to six to the Pacers. Mm. You know, wonder if he'll go up there. Dyson Daniels seems to be the guy. Schmidt Dua joined us back in hour number one. Jordan, if people missed what Schmidt had to say, and he spoke about Zion, um, Jackson Hayes, the draft, and the NBA Finals. How can people listen to that? You could go to Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast and type in ESPN Radio NOLA. All three hours of the show will be there. Or if you have Twitter, go to our Twitter page, and you'll see a post with all three hours. Just click the link. Press the play button and listen. That easy? That easy. And specifically, he spoke about when you heard me mention Zion again, all the different reports. And uh, we'll maybe have this tomorrow. I, I had seen the reports, and now I know where, where to go get it. The Ryan Rosillo podcast uh, last week, VP of Basketball Operations, Mr. David Griffin, straightforward when he was asked about the max extension for Zion. It's I think it's not a big decision. It's a pretty easy decision. The kid is historically good when he plays two different ways. He played a season being historically good as a back-to-the-basket big, and he played a season being historically good as a point Zion. This is a max player that's easy. We're all the way in with him. I think we always have been. And Williamson via ESPN reports this week, and he was at the YMCA. He's like, there's no secret I want to be here. So everybody's saying that, and the only reason I bring that up, Scott, is because there, there was some reports two weeks ago so that, Man, you know, the Pels may have to, and I think it was David Griffin even said, well, look, it, it, it should be easy, but it's not always easy. And in a week or two time, David Griffin's now saying, nope, this is an easy decision. So <laughs> I, 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 I'm glad to hear that just because you and I have talked about this too, and Jordan, you and I, the, the mood, the momentum, you got the guys working out together. You got him there. He looks uh-huh. like he's all about it. CJ's on ESPN nationally talking about it. We're going to meet and see you in, in Vegas here in a couple of weeks and uh, in two weeks and work out together as a team. All of that. I just don't know if you want to get into, well, you know, I'll give you a hundred now. You can earn another 80 if you play this many games. If you do, I, I just think you start doing that. You know, and, and, and I'm not saying that the, that the organization wouldn't have the right to do that, but there's fear for that. I guess what I just kept saying on the show, though, is this. Brandon Ingram missed time last year. C.J. McCollum missed some time. You know, I mean, Jackson Hayes, man, Herb Jones missed. I mean, if you get injured and it happens, like, are you going to start doing that with every player? And then if not, and I understand the other players don't have that Look. history and all that. I just, man, I just think here, here's the here's a sheet of paper. Here's a pen. 
let's but get there going. has there there have to be stipulations. So you do think there should be something? Absolutely, there. man. The guy is injury prone. He's you've got to they've got to protect the team. And I'm trying here because I have not been a Zion fan since all of this hullabaloo started. So. I just think the team has to protect itself, so I don't think it's as easy as anyone thinks or he may say or right. whatever it is that he can just sign Zion, give him the contract. You know, if you sign, give him the contract and he plays 10 games, you know, I mean, there's no guarantee. But isn't that the chance you take with a lot of different that players? That this guy's going to turn out like MB. I, I know. I mean, like, I think both, I, I, both make sense. There's not a lot of different – there's not – you do take that risk with a lot of different players, but not like this kind of player at this right. kind of level. No, like a Zion Williamson, right? At that kind of level, you not no. a lot of people take that kind of risk. No, nope. and you better be smart. Or you don't, so, you don't do usually it. have the opportunity to so, take that look, risk. Look, you know, there's being a businessman and a business owner. Mm-hmm. Risk is involved in, in pretty much everything you do on a day to day basis, everything right? I mean, everything you every, do, every hire that you. But have. I'm not risking. No, no, okay. 180 but, million dollars okay. guaranteed or something stupid. Would, like would that. you risk? Would you feel more comfortable in a risk if, say, investing in a, in a restaurant or a property or something? You you know the manager, like you know who's going to run that for you. Of course. Okay. I think having C.J. McCollum here yeah. helps me with my risk. Because in his two or three month time, right, you saw immediately his presence. Of course. Called him out on NBA All-Star Weekend. Of course. Thursday of that week, ended it by saying, leave him alone, blame the media. He said, I talked to the guy. I got him. When he comes back, I'm ready for him. Yeah. And then you... Saw on the 1st of May him say Mr. McCollum. And then, you know, a week or so later, you, you found out that they had that talk and all of that. Then two weeks ago on ESPN, he speaks about him. What you says point? all those things. My point is having him here helps me with that risk because I have somebody that I know he listens to that can nurture him that can sort of guide him i think if cj's not here i might be a hundred percent on the look i need you to you know the contract's different because what i'm getting at is when you have the the head of the players association when you have a guy that in just two or three months time has gotten him to make it he sounds like it's the lights coming on the internet tunnel. I mean, the guy said it two weeks ago on ESPN. He's like, I think other people spoke for him. I think he listened to other people. That's changing. He's yeah. doing what we need him to do. I got him. I'm telling him what to do. I think having a person like that helps me with my risk. In other words, would you feel nearly as risky if Breeze is here with Michael Thomas as a non-Breeze here with somebody else? Does that make sense? Like having somebody I, I think he listens to helps. I do, Cubby Bear. But the... <laughs> It's because I'm wearing a cup. It's because I'm wearing my cup. It makes me want to puke. (laughs) Um, But the risk, okay, the the risk of not signing him is less because you've got McCollum and you've got Ingram and you've got the eighth pick and you've got other players that can can perform. Can I throw something out there, though? The risk of signing him to a guaranteed contract is injury and you can't pay these other players when you have to. I understand that, but... You can have injured play- I me, mean, Michael Thomas, 
Drew Brees got injured. You, I get it. Alvin Kamara can get injured. I mean, all these players can get injured. Your offensive yes, line and the did. Saints still won. And I, I, well, the Pels made the playoffs. And the Pels still him. won. But here, they made the playoffs. But my, my thing would say this. There were games in the postseason, and I was texting you, remember? And especially in that Sun series, where they could double McCullum or Ingram, or if they missed shots, you were, you were done. Yeah. You were done. Yeah. If you have a guy that you know, and I, I'm going to say it because I know you're thinking it, went healthy. And actually, it probably did the historical numbers, the 27 points. Not as healthy as he's going to be this September. How long has he been bar- on this team? Barring a setback. How long has he been Hear on this team? Hear me out. Three, that guy, okay, if he can provide 27 points. Yeah. You're no longer a team that's battling for a 9 or 10 spot. It's what we think now the expectation level is. That's top six, I, right? I, I, or a hosting or more. Or more. Four. But, that's, but that's why, again, you take all to, you take all of that into account and it's in your risk. And that bro, helps me deal with the risk. He's played 80 some odd games in what, four years? But in that time, three. in Whatever. that time, he can do what some of your guys in your team cannot do. I mean, that's reality. I get it, but he, for a player to be successful, he has to be available. I understand. Sean Payton used to say it all the time, I, I, and I all the coaches that. say it. Availability I, is well, what everything. What if he is? Okay, then you then <laughs> well, then he, he then he earns his contract. Okay, I mean then availability contract, is a good thing, but Eric Bloodsoe Eric Bloodsoe was also available for every horrible. every single game. That but but he really wasn't because was he was never really here. <laughs> exactly, it's like that is very it's true. like my good friend Eric Gordon. And that is his, yeah. I, hate, I don't, I don't, he's look, worse it, than it, AD look, to it, me. It's definitely one of those things where it, it's an uncomfortable risk, but I think it's a risk you have but to take and you, it's a risk but, that you take. But you've got to, to protect the team when you do this contract. It can't just be, hey, you pay him whatever. He has to play. I'm not saying perform. Right. He just has to play. I hear he has to be available to earn that money. Again, I think now, what if you're he sucks, makes sense. then that's that's I, that's that's the risk. But the risk of having a man injured the whole time is. I, I just think that when it comes it. down to it in sports, I mean, if we, you can hey, get bro. injured at any time. Hey, bro. You know, I, I hear you. We're in I'm a position just, I, where we don't have to give him the world. I don't know. I don't. This is I don't a good team. That. We'll talk a little bit more it's a about good that. Good team with the eighth and pick. They're completely different with them. They're completely different at different levels. I'm, when we come back, Ralph Marble will join us. This is Sports Angle on ESPN New Orleans. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, the last thing parents should have to worry about is how to pay for it. This is a St. Jude moment. Calvin got diagnosed June 10th of 2018. He has rhabdomyosarcoma, sarcoma, a soft tissue cancer. One oncologist told us if it was my son, we'd go to St. Jude. And within 24 hours, we were on a plane headed here. It's hard to fathom what St. Jude has done for us. They've really given our family hope for the donors out there. It's just amazing. I never thought we would be in this place. 
and it's people like you that help us and help St. Jude provide for a family like ours. St. Jude is like the gold at the end of a rainbow, and we are so grateful and thankful for everything. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. This is ESPN Radio. The head coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves, Chris Finch. We've just finished playing the better part of two years of joyless basketball when it felt really like a job. Justin Reed, a new safety for the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, it didn't really hit me until the next morning when I woke up and it was like the closest feeling to what it was like to first get drafted. Cincinnati coach Luke Fickle. We're going to continue to recruit the same type of kid, whether we're playing in the AAC or we're playing in the Big 12, but I do believe that it gives us a greater opportunity with a lot of those kids maybe we haven't been able to land ken griffey jr needed to celebrate the guys that made a difference in history not just on the field but history saints first team all pro in 2017 cam jordan i just clumped them together i just go three-time all pro honestly as long as it says 100 sack club guy like that's really the kicker for me the biggest names in sports come here it all starts with Keyshawn, j will and max at six eastern and continues all day this is ESPN Radio. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Only one performance a day. Well, let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back. Sports Hangover. Mr. Ralph Mulberry joins us here on this Thursday afternoon, June 16th. Sir, how are you today? I'm good, Gus. It's, it's, uh, it's good to be back in the United States after, uh, after going on vacation. Uh, and seeing the Saints mini camp, it's, uh, I have to say, the, the black helmet, it's amazing. But whoever thought that it was a good idea to put a tablecloth of four degrees of stripe in the middle, that's horrible. Like, come on. That, that, it's like, it's like they took, they made like the Mona Lisa and then they put ketchup on it. It's just awful. Come on. Get, get, get rid of the four degrees stripe. That's, that's got off. It's, it's interesting you say that. And look, there's still time. There's still time to, to get rid of that, right? Um, I know Jeff Duncan tweeted 14 minutes ago that, you know, there's, there's been a bunch of different designs of what the black helmet, all black would look like too. I, I'm with you because upon closer inspection, Jordan Ralph refers to it as a tablecloth. It, it is a very cheap looking sticker. Yes. That decal that it's so it wasn't it. it was it's not an all black helmet no it no it is an all black helmet it has a sticker on top of the all black helmet yeah like you gotta go you gotta go solid right or no stripe at all you can't you can't go you can't go florida league sticker from the dollar store <laughs> At Saints Forecast, we're going to follow Ralph Marlboro, uh over on Twitter. When you saw Cam Jordan's photo shoots, do you like him on the Color Rush jersey? I think so. I like I like him on the Color Rush. I like him on the Color Rush See, I want it all black. You want it all black. Yeah, all black with like all black with like a black visor would be menacing. Almost like kind of like Stormtrooper esque. Uh, 
But they say you can't, like, you gotta wear, like, I saw the tweet from, from the NFL or whatever, you gotta wear a, with certain uniforms. You can't just, the helmet, you can't break out a new uniform, which is weird. I would think the NFL would want as many varieties of uniforms as possible because you can monetize more different versions of uniforms. But what do I know? Yeah, that is true. What <laughs> what can they um, eventually be uh, to to monetize it, as you're saying? But, look, here's the thing. The product on the field is what really is going to get going here uh, and get people to really be excited about it. I, I think the thing that really stood out to me, minicamp, OTA, call it the off-season work, it, it's Landry and Alave to me, to be honest with you. It, it's two guys that are new to a position group that was sorely in need of an upgrade. Hadn't even seen Michael Thomas yet. But when you see those two guys do it, I, I just, I just, from the OTAs we saw to the mini camp practices we saw, they're either the play of the day or it's something that makes you go ooh and ah. And it's something that I think the team hasn't had in a while. Those caliber players. That's just me. Oh, I, I totally agree. I think Landry is going to end up being even a bigger steal than uh, the Honey Badger. Just that $3 million, which the teams were paying receivers this offseason, was ridiculous. And for the Saints to get him, he's probably going to end up making close to the $6 million because he'll hit the incentive. But I want to tell you this. is I think it, got, it gets overlooked because of all the changes the Saints have made and this and that. I mean, Sean Payton made it. They won last in passing, 30 seconds. And I want to make the analogy. You remember in 2017, the Saints, they finally started winning again. They got, they got the defense fixed, and we were all excited. But even when the defense was bad, they still, on offense, were great because they had Drew. And they had a five-year stretch where they were no worse than fifth in third-down conversions. And in 2017, for whatever reason, they fell to 18. And we felt like it was a crisis. We're like, this is poverty. What is wrong on third down? And it wasn't because the Saints were bad. They just went from excellent, right, to mediocre. So I think it's going to be the reverse of this passing game, guys. I think when they go from, like, 30 seconds to, like, 16 or 14 or 12, when you have Olave and you have right. Landry and you have Michael Thomas, it's going to feel like you, you went from, like, sleeping right. on a park bench to like a five-star hotel. What was your Even drinking game cold. last year? We, we would well, drink on a first down or on a field goal like drink. we got hammered, right? Yeah, like you would drink, <laughs> you would drink, you would drink on a first down. Right. You, and you would, and you would, and you would do, uh, you would do multiple shots on a field goal because it's just like the offense couldn't move at all. And I just think like this, this passing game, it was atrocious last year. And it was, and it was atrocious even when Jameis Winston was playing pretty good and not turning the ball over. He wasn't averaging 200 yards passing. I mean, they played Green Bay the first game. They had 90-something yards passing going into the fourth quarter. They were stomping, they were stomping Green Bay out so no one cared. But, like, this pass offense, it was bad. And the thing that I think you take from that is not that Sean Payton is a bad coach and that we're happy he's gone. We're not. What you take from it is, there's only so much team in a game plan and you can do. No matter how bright an offensive mind, is, mind you are, you got to have dudes that can get open. And the Saints, suddenly, they have dudes that can get open. And I think it's going to be a whole new world. And it's going to stun people right from week one when they play Atlanta. People are going to be like, oh, the passing game for the Saints is amazing. When it's not really amazing, it's just going from awful to average. But I think it's going to be 
a big, huge change. And I think people are kind of, they know it, but they're kind of missing it because the Saints being last, it's not really talked about because you think of Sean Payton for the Saints to off the team, when really in 2021, their offense was terrible. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I, I felt like Jordan had to calm me down, you know, me? after OTA practices. I just, it just, it's just so refreshing to see. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, like I told him, I said, it doesn't, you don't need Breeze. I mean, when you got guys that can actually get this, Ralph, catch the ball. I thought it was interesting. Dennis Allen today also referenced the Taysom Hill thing. And that's going to be an interesting storyline as we now move to, Things to get ready for for training camp. And that is one. He, he hasn't ran a drill. He hasn't done anything at tight end. So Jordan makes fun of me. I'm like, just learn five to ten plays, turn around, catch it, and run over somebody. That's what I want Taysom Hill to do this year. So I don't even be Kittle or Kelsey, you know, do like Debo Samuel, come out of the backfield, run him in motion, hand it off to him from the tight end spot, whatever. Like, that's what I'm expecting. What, what is your expectation level for Taysom Hill? I, it's hard to say because he's really beat up, and I don't know. I don't know if his thirty-year-old plus body can handle being a tight end full time. That's a, that's a huge question to me. But I think I do know what his ideal season looks like, and this is what it looks like to me, guys. It's like thirty to thirty-five catches, a bunch of touchdowns, like five to seven touchdowns in the red zone, and then he's also running like three quarterback plays a week. So that'd be like, what, three times 17 is like 50 quarterback plays. And those 50 quarterback plays are mostly him running the ball on third and one and fourth and one, where they're just running quarterback power. Everybody in the stadium knows it's coming, and he converts it anyway. And that, to me, would be a great pace on the season. Because then you got a guy at tight end who's functional. Not great, right? But he gives you catches 30 to 35 and he gives you the added bonus of converting third and fourth and short i think that's a realistic season from Taysom, and i think he can do it if he's healthy but i just look at him Gus, and he, his whole career in college he's been hurt and the pounding that he'll take at tight end i will i just worry if he can hold up and if he doesn't hold up then tight end becomes a black hole of sadness behind him. That's my biggest concern. I don't think Taysom right. when he plays. I think he's going to be when he plays. He's going to be fine, and I think he's going to be wild. I think he's going to be a little bit inconsistent because I think he'll struggle at consistency doing the tight end things that a guy who plays tight end his whole career will do. Right. But I think he'll be okay. But I, I worry. Can he? I worry. Can he? Can he play more than 10, 12 games tight end? I, I don't know. I think that's the big question. How concerned should I be about the right defensive end position? Ooh, I mean, I'm very concerned. I'm very concerned about the defensive line. Suddenly, I mean, Marcus. If, I hate to say this, but if you told me a Saints player was going to have a part of his finger amputated in the off season, I think Marcus Davenport would have been my number one pick. To have it happen, that poor guy's hurt all the time, right? Defensive line. I worry about it a little bit, just because you know. Davenport, history says he's going to give you 12 games. They're going to be really good 12 games, but he's probably only going to give you 12 games. Peyton Turner. That's a question today, Jordan. How many flashed. games are getting from Davenport? Getting, getting from Davenport. Over, under 12. Go. Yeah. Uh, okay. The other, Peyton Turner, he flashed a little bit in Carolina, 
but he's not healthy. And then, you know, besides that, I like the guys they have as rotation guys. You know, Jason Passing, you know, at times gave him a really good rush, but that was more interior. Granderson, he gave him something that's really nice, but they're just rotational guys. I think it's, I think to me, the biggest concerns with the Saints I have right now, interior offensive line, and the defensive end opposite Cam Jordan, which you just mentioned. I think those are my biggest question marks heading into the year. Non-Jameis division, because we can just argue Jameis round and round and round. But interior offensive line, defensive end is my, is my biggest uh, worry. I was just reading um, Matt Rule saying <laughs> that Sam Darnold's the starter now. But doesn't rule out if they can get a significant upgrade. Nothing like having the backing of your coach on that team. Look, man, the Falcons are the Falcons right now. The Panthers have no leadership and don't know what they want to do. And I, I just I, I look at this team and I love listening to CD Deuce yesterday. Right? He's like, man, I'm tired of the disrespect. I I think this team has a chip on its shoulder. And I, I'm gonna say this: Do you think it could be coming from the head coach as well? Because I feel I like a lot of people don't buy DA, and and I keep saying to people, you like the defense, right? And I was like, yeah. You see that the team is right now like the identities of defense, right? They're like, yeah, I'm like, well, that guy's the head coach. So no, if he can I, get those guys to play well on that side of the field, you know what I'm saying? Like, I almost feel like he has something to prove too as well, and oh, it kind of came across a few times this week. I would say one thing: I didn't think I could love CD Deuce anymore after last year when he taunted Brady. And then he goes and does what he does yesterday. I, I love him so much. The Saints need to extend him. He's just a, he's just a delight. He's one of the, like, if you love Saints football, he makes it so much more fun. They need to keep him. But to your point about the Saints having a chip on their shoulder, I think it goes further than Dennis Allen and the defense. I think the whole organization, they won't say it because we love Sean Payton. He made this thing. He gave us the golden era of Saints football. We're always going to love and appreciate it. And we know he's a great coach. We know we know what he did for Saints. But I think Gus, as an organization, from Dennis Allen to the defense to Mickey Loomis to the front office, I think they really want to show everybody that, that that to say, look, we built something great with Sean Payton, but our culture and our organization. It's so well built. It's bigger than Sean Payton, and we're going to win after he leaves. And it's a really, really hard thing to do. It's rarely you look at teams throughout the game. When the great coach loses, they go down. But I really think the Saints, as an organization, want to go to the NFL and prove that they I, were more I, than just Sean Payton. I agree with you, and I want to add to that next Wednesday when we talk, or Thursday, sir, because I think a lot of it, too, is how Sean left in the reports of him and the Miami Dolphins, and I think it caught Loomis by surprise. We'll talk about that next week, though. Enjoy the weekend. As always, appreciate Mr. Ralph Marlborough, Saints Forecast on Twitter. Take care, bud. All right. See you next week. Final segment next on ESPN New Orleans. That's what he's got. That's what he's got. Hey! Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers can show you more diamonds in one place at one time than has ever been seen in Louisiana. We have big diamonds and we're knee-deep in engagement rings. Let that twinkle in her eye become the twinkle on her finger. Or a twinkle that lies softly on her chest, rising and falling with every breath she takes. She's talking about a diamond pendant holding a big anniversary diamond. Give her a diamond that shatters the air with knives of bright light. Knives of bright light? 
That's good. Did you just make that up? Yeah, I just made that up. But you've seen it, right? Of course I have. I've just never heard it described like that. Buy her a big anniversary diamond. A big anniversary diamond is a diamond at least twice as big as the one in her engagement ring. Because you love her twice as much as the day you married her. Big is good. Always good. When you wear a diamond from Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers, you glitter when you walk. Did you just make that up? No, I read it in a poem. You read poems? Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers is the largest diamond store in Louisiana on veterans between Bonneville and West End and Metairie. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. As a leader in the oil and gas industry, Joe's Septic Contractors caters to oil field clients offering vacuum truck service for offshore tanks, vessels, or treatment plants containing sewage or gray water. Their rental department offers state-of-the-art offshore portable toilets, also holding tank rentals and portable hand-washing stations. Call Joe's Septic Contractors 24-7-985-632-5592. In Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve, or visit their website at joesseptic at viscom.net. Phone. You want me to be on the show. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengap. Welcome back. Roy, Miami Dolphins super fan, sitting in front of us, Scott Craig, yes, Jordan Kleber. Apparently, um, he's created a bet. If Miami has more wins than the Saints, Jordan and I have to wear Dolphin gear. Oh, I'll do it too. Okay. Oh, Scott's throwing himself in. <laughs> I'll do it too. Right. Are we provided the jerseys? But what if we win? When we win? Yeah. He's what, what are the Dolphins? Roy also said, year. as I mentioned earlier, he texted me that the Saints are going that. to the Black Helmets. Why? It's off our funeral. Come on, man. Our funeral. No, but usually you <laughs> people wear all black at a funeral, so we're attending someone else's funeral. Yeah. That well, it's just a helmet. I mean, they're wearing again. If there was the old black jersey, I, I would I would love that. Anyway, um, but look, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see once everything gets going and, and and the health and all of that. But here we go. It's not the, the six, six and, and eleven tour. tour. It's like Dolphins are nine. Yeah, the Saints are seven and a half on draft games. They're really eight. Yeah, the Dolphins are nine. The Saints are eight. I think it's easy money. Easy money. I, th- I I just I just do do not see the Saints losing that many I don't games. Think they, I, just, I don't, don't think the Dolphins will win that game. Thirteen and four. You say that Miami. every year, bro. <laughs> no, last year was seventeen and zero, right? Seventeen and zero last year when I saw you. Are you smoking cannolis? Stay off the Are you still on the first half of that pull boy? <laughs> he's, no, no. <laughs> he's, he's on the second half. Uh, I love it from that perspective. Prospect. Tomorrow, what are the questions of the day? I'm going to give you the homework assignment now. And it was based, Scott, I was, I was talking, watching yesterday at, at minicamp and we were watching Ian Book and I, I'm just looking at him and especially compared to the other quarterbacks and stuff. And I just asked Mike Dettelier, I'm like, look, I, what's, what's his ceiling? Cause I, I you know, what, what do you see him as? Cause Ian if, J- if Jameis works, Right. He's going to be given an extension and a new contract next year and all that right. stuff, right? So if he works, he's there. Uh, if he's not, I, I think this team 
next year with all the quarterbacks coming out, whatever. I just, seeing what I saw last year, and I understand against Roy's Miami Dolphins. Oh, come on, man. I, I understand. I just, it's when I see the ball velocity, I think he can be a good backup. Like, that's my ceiling. I think he's a two. I don't see him as a starter. We're talking about Ian Book. Ian Book. What? I, what? What? What do you? What? I, what? what? They is, never say anything about Ian Book. You think Mitchell Trubisky should work at Subway? I wonder where Ian Book should be working. You okay. don't know about Ian Book. <laughs> Trubisky's you, you been playing think, for you don't five think, years. You don't even think he's a sandwich artist? Well, if you're saying Trubisky's I never said sandwich artist. No, 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 no. Five years the question, and he's done nothing was, to elevate anybody. The question was his ceiling. Like what is the what what do you see him lower than a, being the it's lower than do you a see sandwich him being guy. the two? No, you think it's lower than the sandwich artist. And that, that, there's, so that, there's maybe, nothing wrong with maybe being a sandwich artist. There's, there's nothing wrong with being a sandwich artist. Let him work at Jimmy John's. Or Jimmy Okay, my my point is silly. So that conversation led to tomorrow's homework assignment for you guys. You ready? Because we all love this one. Because it, it does fire it up. There's only four spots. The Don't Mount we? Rushmore of backup quarterbacks. Because we got the talk in the Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Don Rock. All right. Well, well, well hear me out. Because Chase Daniel. Are we talking about Saints? the living. And Ch- no. This all time. In, in NFL. I mean, you got Matt Flynn. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Who made oh, come on, two man. or three contracts. No, no. You but got Don Strzok. No. You no, got, uh, okay, you got but, Reich from Buffalo. Okay. No, I'm Nick talking Foles. about. I'm talking about guys. That never made it to starters or played really, but were the um, backup and made money like that. Mount Rushmore. I'm not talking about the best backups ever that turn into starters. I'm talking Chase about Daniels because, like, you know, I'm just thinking he was the guy that was with the Patriots. Chase Daniels was carrying that, a clipboard what, for 20 years. Um, they, <laughs> We've they been seeing him four. in the hat forever. <laughs> right, man. I'm just saying, I need four. But even Mike and I were like. Chase Daniel is the George Washington of Mount Rushmore. He I mean, he's made so much money mm-hmm. and literally not I mean he's never a starter. Never he's started. never on a team where you're like he's competing Dude. to be the starter. He is the I remember I remember when he was at Mizzou in 2006. <laughs> he's been in the league That's what I'm saying. 16 years. So during, y'all he'll think be in the league it. for 30 years. Y'all think about it. Give me the best four of, of that kind. That's what I'm talking about. The guy that the ceiling will be back up. That's what we will always be. Who leads that? Who's the Mount Rushmore for? Thank you, Scott Craig, as always. Absolutely, bro. Thank you, faux Paul Prince. The shirts looks fantastic. Yes. We'll see you next Thursday at Katie's. And thanks, Josh Roulette, for fixing my back. Matt Muscona, after further view next on ESPN New Orleans. RTC, ETEL, and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, 